Welcome to another edition of Highway 89, Utah's most scenic musical byway. I'm Don Shaline, and joining me in the studio today is Midas Whale, a folk duo from Rexburg, Idaho, that you probably know from NBC's The Voice. They're Ryan Hayes and John Peter Lewis, both very talented singer-songwriters, uh, also the creators of Deep Love, a ghostly folk opera that's been successful in Idaho, and we're going to chat about that in just a little bit. Now, after the success already of Deep Love, John and Ryan kind of began looking for more opportunities to perform together. Uh, John learned that the NBC hit program The Voice accepted duos for auditions, and he thought, hey, maybe some exposure on national television might not be a bad thing. So he uh, asked Ryan, hey, you want to form a band beyond uh, on TV? And uh, Ryan responded positively, so right there they, they put a band together. It was called Might As Well. The, the duo uh, did great on The Voice. They got uh, the, the coveted four-chair turn. Uh, they received all kinds of accolades for their songs. Uh, and uh, the rest, uh, I guess you could say, is history. But let's not talk any more about them. Let's hear from them. This is uh, Might As Well with Howling at the Moon. Like man, my love, forsaken, how could I ever be so mistaken with the moon? My heart is waning still, there's no use in feigning, explaining, sweet as rain, so soft and tender, sighing and dying is all I changing where were you while my true love was aging the peace of me was dead the thought of you revived and stayed inside me through the light of truth the dark I knew while I was howling at the moon The stage that held me captive stay The day when your love was inactive Shades of hope reduced to nothing Silence disclosing the truth you were grudging The peace of me was dead The thought of you revived And stayed inside me through You are listening to music performed live by Midas Whale here on Highway 89. I'm Don Schilling. That was Howling at the Moon, complete with authentic, actual wolf howling. <laughs> you got to you gotta throw in a wolf howl. Yeah. I, I spent a couple months up in Alaska learning how to do that. Okay, that, that's good. Yeah, yeah. I, I can tell that. Yeah. Was, We're uh, method actors. 
<laughs> you got into the part. Well, we are speaking with Ryan Hayes and John Peter Lewis. And, uh, okay, you know, when Ringo walked out of a recording studio and said, it looks like it's been a hard day, oh, it's night, or something like that, and mm-hmm. thus a title was born. It yeah. sounds like you guys have kind of a, a similar way of coming up with a band name. Yeah, that's true. That. Well, you know, I... Um... When I when I first um, heard about the voice, uh, I I call up I, I call up Ryan and I say, Hey Ryan, do you have a, do you want to have an adventure? And uh, and he says, Might as well, you know. And I and that's where we just kind of came there up with go. a band name, Might as well. I like yeah. it. Although it's spelled Midas, as in King Midas and Whale. And yeah. So, you know, yeah. Yeah. We thought it would make a, a good T-shirt. Yeah. You know. That's right. Uh, yeah. Might as we well. Didn't, wa- didn't want it to be too overt. No, 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 no. That's right. It's very <laughs> subtle. So. Uh, how, bring us up to speed a little bit more on how you met. You, you both are very talented musicians, songwriters. How did you get together? Well, I first saw John back in 2000, back in 2009. 2009. Uh, at an open mic night in Rexburg, Idaho. And he p- performed that night, and while mingling, we met, and the rest is history. We started collaborating uh, because, really, the music scene in Rexburg is quite small. Um, but, is but quite apart small. from that, but apart from that, we found each other because uh, opposites attract. Is that right? <laughs> or, or because, or something like that. Yeah, something. Yeah. Well, now Rexburg, Idaho. N- neither of you are from there originally. That's right. Yeah. Um, we're both kind of nomads. My my father was in the military, so I moved around every couple of years. Um, I was born in Lincoln, Nebraska, but I mean, I was only there a couple of years, and then I moved to Seattle, then I moved to San Diego, then I moved to um, West Virginia, and then Detroit, went to high school in Cheyenne, Wyoming. I mean, I've been, I mean, I went to like 11 different schools growing up, and um, so, you know, I, I, I just feel like, you know, when I was living in Rexburg, it's kind of been... Uh, home to me. In fact, originally, when I was on American Idol, they asked me what city I was from, and, and I said, well, I don't know. And they said, well, pick a place. And at that time, I was living in Rexburg. And so it, it's been my been my hometown ever since. Yeah. So, yeah. How about how about you, Ryan, uh, from originally? Well, I was born here in Utah. Okay. But I was raised in the inland northwest, up in Colville, Washington, and then in uh, Hermiston, Oregon. And I really claim that is my home because that's where I grew up. But here I am back in Utah. It doesn't change the fact that I'm a son of the American West, and that's where I want to stay. All right. That's great. <laughs> and, and you are playing guitars today, acoustic guitars, but I understand you play a whole list of instruments. Who plays what? Well, uh, yeah, we do play a lot of different things. I Ryan plays more than I do. I, I'm, I dabble in a few things. I mean, I can play the piano a little bit, and I play the harp. Uh, I had um, there was a, a, a lady that came into our our choir class in high school and asked if anybody wanted to learn how to play the harp, and so I say, uh, "That looks cool. Might as well. Might as well. Might as well. Yeah, yeah." <laughs> and um, yeah, so I ended up learning how to play the harp, and I play. Uh, I can play a few other instruments, you know, but um, yeah, Ryan plays more. Yeah, what, what kind of instruments do you play, Ryan? Well, I I played trumpet for eight years, and and then I quit. I was I was off the wagon for ten years, and now I'm getting back on the wagon. On the trumpet versa. wagon, yeah. And so, um, so now I'm playing trumpet again, but I uh, I also play guitar and anything with strings on it. And then um, I love the accordion. The accordion kind of found me one day when I was um, I I couldn't pay attention in my statistics class, so I got on Craigslist. And then, as I recall, I well, I, it was just 
happened. It was like it was a, manif a manifestation that, that that was up online in Rexburg. Somebody was selling an accordion out in the middle of nowhere. So I left class early, drove out, handed him cash, and and walked away with a fine accordion and and a small lesson to boot. You got the lesson with it. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's that is good. So we, let's uh, we're going to talk about some of your musical influences in a bit, but I, I think we ought to get to a, another song. What do you say? How about we're going to hear now from Midas Whale. We'll be hearing their song, Stupid Love. Blue skies, white lights. I was never much for long goodbyes. Oh, the many things my heart. Stupid love Too much Too soon There was nothing I withheld from you Half remarkably You still refuse My love Stupid love After all this, waiting for stupid love, tell me truly, did you ever stop and think of me? No one ever took me seriously in love, stupid love. After all this Waiting for stupid love Half life, half dead I can't help it if I hang my head Broken over things I should have said About love Stupid love You are tuned in to Highway 89, a live music performance program from the studios of BYU Broadcasting. I'm Don Shaline. Today I am visiting with the folk duo Midas Whale. And we just heard Stupid Love. Uh, obvious overtones I can hear of Everly Brothers, who whenever you talk to, you know, or you hear interviews from, say, Simon and Garfunkel Beatles, they go back to the Everly Brothers. But uh, tell us, uh, Ryan, we're talking with, uh, with Ryan Hayes. Uh, any of those musical uh, influences? Yeah, I, I I am a huge fan of the Everly Brothers, and I would um, I would claim them as one of my many influences. Um, that song actually was mu mainly influenced by my little niece Michaela Louise, for whom I have another song. But she uh, one day was playing on the piano. She's five years old and doesn't know how to play the piano. But she was inventing a song with invented lyrics, and then she ended the song with this cadence that went, love, stupid love, and then she laughed to herself. And I just thought that was amazing and cute, and and I turned it into a song. Mm. And 
yeah, I draw a lot of influence from the people around me. Yeah. Are there other, uh, so from the Everly Brothers, uh, I, I know you do uh, songs even by uh, artists as diverse as Johnny Cash, and you, you obviously draw from a lot of different uh, influences then. Oh, yeah. Um, I would say that I personally am very eclectic, although I I really like, I, I'm, I like to produce folk music. Um, I'm a huge Beatles fan. Big, really big on Johnny Cash, Jim Reeves, the old uh, country western guys. Um, but I, I also like, you know, new and and I'm not so big into the contemporary stuff right now. But but I have been into, you know, the electric light orchestra, for example. People with a completely different different flair than what I typically do. Well, electric light orchestra has a tendency for drama and flair for oh, yeah. you know the, the production <laughs> and things, and and that leads me to. Something that I just am very fascinated by, you wrote a folk opera. Basically, uh, you know, we got into the rock operas with Tommy and the Who and mm-hmm. things like that back in the '60s and '70s. But you've come up with the, what's uh, called a ghostly folk opera. It's called Deep Love. Uh, tell us where did that come from? Yeah, it's kind of a resurrection of the old, the great old rock operas. Um, I couldn't write a rock opera because I'm not very good at writing rock music. Mm-hmm. So here I am writing a folk opera. Um, <laughs> maybe I could Makes write a sense. rock opera. I don't know. Um, but the but the idea being that it's a story continuously told through music. So like the music doesn't end during the during the whole show. It's mm-hmm. a couple hours long, and it tells one story. Um, new characters enter the stage. It's not so much um, like a play as it is a concert. It's kind of kind of well. It's kind of a mesh between the two. There's not a lot of action among the actors. Um, they're singing. You have to pay attention to what they're saying to really get the idea of what the story is about. Um, they are dre- they are dressed as as they should be. You know, one is one of them is dead from the beginning of the show, mm. and then as the story progresses, you know, you, there's a lots of twists and turns that we use lighting and and melodic theme to to demonstrate what's happening. Maybe you could tell us a little bit about that storyline. It sounds like it's uh, it's kind of sad. Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't f- yeah. I don't think that I'm a very sad guy, but <laughs> I love to write sad music. I don't know why, but um yeah, the story is about a, a young girl named Constance um who has been widowed by her I don't by him. Uh he <laughs> She's widowed, yeah. and her husband, who we, whom we know only as Old Bones, is is constantly at her side, trying to lend her support, although she can't see him. Um, but the story gets complicated when you have new characters arriving on scene. One of which is Friedrich, a new suitor. She finds newness of life, happiness, uh, a reason to keep going. But obviously, Old Bones, who has stayed very loyal and and close to her, is is very much jealous and and and. And there are there is a, a series of uh, visitations that he has with with Constance in in which you know he tries to to manipulate her or to warn her or to you know ev- eventually um, things just get complicated especially when another character arrives on scene uh, Florence who is uh, the the ex uh, girlfriend ex-lover of Friedrich so the thing the thing is just the complicated quadrangle of romantic 
interest. You you so have pegged opera. <laughs> Doesn't it sound? This is classic opera there, but it's in a folk and thing. Yes, yeah. it's in folk music, and there's lots. The theme of death is very prevalent yeah. throughout the entire show. Yeah. Well, are are you going to perform a a song from that? I, um, yeah, I uh, I actually don't sing at any point during the actual oh, opera. You don't sing during this opera. I don't. Right? Uh-huh. I, I'm uh, behind scenes playing accordion, playing guitar, um, directing the orchestra. But uh, I will perform a song. It was written for the main heroine Constance. Uh, this is the song that she uh, that describes her. Um, she's she's thinking back on the times that were good, the times when she was innocent, the times before everything went bad. It's called Rosebud. All right. Here you have Ryan Hayes performing from the folk, ghostly folk opera, Deep Love, Rosebud. Memories tune of true love in blue. All of my life I adored you. Early in spring the bluebirds would sing Life was a dream when I loved only you Those were the days lost in a haze Whatever happened to Rosebud Red as the rose, the one my heart chose Nobody knows why I loved you so
That is Rosebud from the Deep Love, a ghostly folk opera uh, that uh, Midas Whale is performing live here on Highway 89 on uh, this special performance. And we're always fortunate to have uh, something like this happen. It was uh, a, a little bit of, uh, what would you call it, serendipity that uh, yeah. you, were, you were here, uh, John, uh, on an interview, and you agreed to come in and, and actually... Uh, here we are having Highway 89. Performed. Yeah, yeah, and it's our now. pleasure. Thank you for being here. Uh, quick, quick question about that uh, uh, folk opera. Yeah, uh, that was performed for the first time in Idaho, right? Yeah, we actually started performing it. Um, well, the very first time we performed it was a, f- a few years ago in my living room. And, okay, and very first performance. Yeah, the very first performance <laughs> was in our li- my living room to 50 people, and then like, mm-hmm. and then we we did it. Uh, it was a very packed living room, and then we had. Say. And then, and then we we moved on to a small club, and then we did it again um, about a year later at, at the Rexburg Tabernacle, and we had 1,100 people show up, and it was really kind of nice. And then, so we we moved on from there, and, and we did it at the Colonial Theater in Idaho Falls, and and then last year we even expanded here down into Salt Lake, where we did uh, we played at the Rose Wagner Theater, and we played at the Provo Art Center, and then. Um, and we did it also in Idaho Falls. So this year we're going to do it again. It's kind of been our, our Halloween tradition every year. Um, a lot of us as a, groups of, as a group of friends, we all get together every, every Halloween and we kind of put it on. And um, we're going to do it again. And I, th- I can't remember exactly what theater it is. I think it might be the Grand Theater um, in downtown Salt Lake. But we're, we're doing it in Salt Lake this, uh, this Halloween. Oh, so great. people so Halloween tradition. It's our Halloween tradition. So yeah. people here in the Salt Lake area can do it, can come, and people also in Idaho can come and check us out in Rexburg and in Idaho Falls. We're going to do it again. Well, we'll look forward to that. Yeah. Uh, now you had experience. Obviously, you you have uh, released some albums even before ever coming to uh, to Midas Whale. Tell yeah. Us about that. Yeah. Well, I um, I started off in the music business actually. Um, similarly to how Midas Whale has gotten its start, I was um, in college. I was in Rexburg, and um, I'd come across some videotapes of American Idol, and I ended up on American Idol, where I was a finalist on the show, and and I I I ended at, um, at number eight, just behind Jennifer Hudson that season, and um, went on tour, and then after that, I I started my own record label, and and I left. Um, some other deals behind, and just decided I was gonna do, focus on my own thing. And we, we start. I put out um, two records underneath the record label, and then also an EP. So I had I have two and a half records, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Along with writing music, you also are a writer. You write for some music magazines. And things yeah. Like that. Well, I mean, I've, I, you know, American Idol turns a lot of its former, uh, its its former. Uh, people into pundits American Idol pundits and so I've I did a lot of writing for um publications like um um AOL or Us Weekly or uh, Rolling Stone and and uh just would do some blogging for them and talking about um you know just covering covering Idol it was my um my days and I as a as a writer and and I won't say that I, I enjoy actually writing that like that, and I hope 
that I can just be a songwriter. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the comparison is made, or you might have even made it to Simon and Garfunkel. I'm a big fan of Simon and Garfunkel, and uh, yeah, you know, that's uh, definitely uh, uh, some lofty aspirations as far as writing goes. Some great songwriting. So yeah, well, there, we we have been compared to them, and yeah. and uh, I am very flattered by the comparison. I'm a huge, huge fan of, of Simon and Garfunkel, and I mean. And they are certainly an influence of ours, but I, you know, by no means do we try to, um, to copy or, you know, but we, um, we, we love them a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's hear another song from you. Okay. Uh, I believe you are going to be playing Amanda Grace. So this is Midas Whale on uh, Highway 89 with Amanda Grace. Now I'll wait for you to whisper in my ear Saying how we're only friends ain't what I long to hear Goodbye, Amanda Grace Goodbye, Amanda Grace Goodbye, Amanda Grace It's a drag in second place Funny how time can change your fate Now it seems I'm captain and you're my first mate But your ship has come and gone, come and gone Now I have to tell you there's another in its place Goodbye, Amanda Grace Goodbye, Amanda Grace Goodbye, Amanda Grace it's a drag in second place Let me tell you, son There's a fool in everyone There's a fool in everyone And I'm your smoking gun Goodbye, Amanda Grace Goodbye, Amanda Grace Goodbye, Amanda Grace It's a dragon second place It's a dragon second place Oh, yeah, yeah It's a drag in second place On Highway 89, you've just heard Midas Whale performing Amanda Grace. I'm Don Shaline, and it's great to have you both here. Back at the microphone, uh, John Peter Lewis and Ryan Hayes. Uh, again, Midas, Midas Whale. Thank it's, you. It's an honor having you here. Thanks. Tell us about Amanda Grace. What, what's, where did that come from? Well, Amanda Grace was a song that I wrote. Um, it was about this girl that, uh, for a time I really was, you know, I was interested in her for a long time and then and I chased after her for a long time and she didn't want anything to do with me. And, and then sadly she didn't want anything to do with me. And then, and then fast forward, um, some, you know, like a year and she started to become interested in me. And at that point I didn't want anything to do with her. So that 
it was just kind of like a, a ditty that I wrote. And her name is not Amanda Grace. I just figured it would be weird if she came to a show and uh, and I had a song with her name in it. And plus, um, you know, her name didn't rhyme with, with second place. So... <laughs> It's it's an artistic license. Yeah, right? that's right. That's right. <laughs> okay, now so John, uh, deep roots in music and songwriting and, yeah. and and all those kinds of things. Yeah, Ryan, deep roots in the earth. Uh, Ryan, actually, as I understand it, you are a professional geologist. That's right. Tell uh, us about that. Well, you know, I'm 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 still a, a junior woodchuck when, as it when it comes to geology. I I have a degree. And I earned that from BYU-Idaho back in 2010. But I've been working uh, since that time, first in uh, geothermal uh, mine, or drilling, and then later on in gold mining. Last year I, was, I got my first really good geologist gig in uh, uh, consulting in Chile uh, for placer mining. And, uh, and that was really awesome. Got to spend some time up in Alaska as well. Wow. So your first gold record could be in a different field then, huh? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, a little uh, music humor. It'll be see. made of actual gold. Actual gold. Yeah. Uh, now, speaking of Chile, you both are fluent in Spanish? We are. Where does that yep. come from? Uh, Spanish is derived, I believe, from Latin. <laughs> it's yeah, original ancient Latin yeah. language. But, it's well, romantic. No, <laughs> <laughs> no we, uh, I, I lived in uh, Ecuador, Guayaquil, Ecuador, as a missionary back in 2004, 2006, I uh, spent, yeah, spent a, a good chunk of my life down in South America, actually, and I keep going back whenever I get the chance. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I lived, I lived in Barcelona, Spain, uh, as a missionary also. Okay, so LDS missions, yeah. one, to, one to the old country, one to the new country. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was I mean, I, I've actually never been to the new country, so, but I, I'll tell you, the old country was awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, now, if you speak, is it the same kind of Spanish, or we have some... Not at all. It's not at all the same. I mean, it is. You can understand, but, like, the accent is different, and the vocabulary is slightly different, you know. It's the difference between American English and British English. Oh, it's, that much. It's different. Yeah. But still understandable. Then. Yeah, um, absolutely. You are going to uh, perform another song now. I believe it's called Bright and Early. Yes, this is our brand new song. Uh, we've actually been just putting together uh, a bunch of new hits for our upcoming album that we are promoting on Kickstarter right now. Oh, that's right. And so this one we actually just uh, released yesterday or teased it yesterday on YouTube. So there we have here it. There goes nothing. Here we, here we go. This is Midas Whale with Bright and Early. I would, my words wouldn't reach you. <laughs> Let's do it again. Let's start again. Can we do that again? Start again. Just go. Right. Just go. Two. Bright and early, cold and blue, I woke yearning to be loved by you. Wishes I would, my words couldn't reach you. Till I was entirely too late Young and lovely Full of life 
On Highway 89, we just heard Bright and Early from Midas Whale. And again, as a testament to the fact, a couple of things. One is that that is a brand spanking new song. And two, that, hey, we do this thing live. This is Highway 89, and we perform it uh, as it happens. So, uh, again, that is uh, scheduled for an album that's going to be released uh, sometime in late 2013. It's uh, right now, uh, uh, with the help of Kickstarter, just getting underway. So very excited to have Midas Whale with them, a folk, uh, with us here at Highway 89. They are a folk duo from Rexburg, Idaho, John Peter Lewis and Ryan Hayes most recently heard on NBC's The Voice. We want to thank you both for being here. It's been wonderful having you. You can learn more about the musical happenings of John and Ryan, including their upcoming concerts and latest Kickstarter.